welcome to Josie's Bar podcast, the podcast in which we are in Josie's Bar and we talk about all things Daredevil. When I say all things, I specifically mean an issue a week. And this week we are discussing issue number 10. Double figures. Uh, We're in double digits. Whoop, whoop. Happy birthday. (laughs) Ten, Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Can you believe it? To celebrate the occasion, I drew... A little chibi daredevil with a lot of his villains. That it's uh, so cute. Some oh of them God. that we have I met. Oh, thank you, mate. Some of them we have met. Some of them we have not yet met. So it was a little tease for Vicky as well. So <laughs> Elizabeth was probably like, "I know who all of these are," and Vicky doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you managed to get Stiltman in there with his little like his little hand who <laughs> yeah yeah he's got his little hand i drew that just for you Vicky. oh I, I might have to get that tattooed on my body somewhere just, just all the way up your leg yeah just stilt man just stilt man with his hand hoover my hand hoover so we are welcoming uh, a very dear friend of the podcast back to the bar it is our dear friend elizabeth yay yay elizabeth you said you said you were very pleased that we cheered when you were uh, when we announced you were guesting last yes. week, and I was like, "That's because we love you." <laughs> Thank you. I love you guys too. Oh, it's full of love. To, love today. So, uh, what are we drinking this week at the bar, Elizabeth? What are you drinking? <laughs> Another Coca Cola. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I I don't actually have a drink. I'm a terrible patron. They'll throw me out for not spending my hard-earned bucks. <laughs> Get out my pub. Get out of my pub, uh, Vicky. What are you drinking? I uh, oh, I actually, have... I've just found a. I've just found my glass of water there from last night. I'll drink that. There we yeah. go. <laughs> well hydrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have just eaten my weight in baked potatoes, so I have a massive mug of peppermint tea. Oh, nice. Mm. Sounds good. I've just eaten like my it. weight in steak because I ate my steak and then I ate half my mum's steak. So. <laughs> so this (laughs) this issue we are discussing uh issue uh, this episode we are discussing issue number 10 while the city sleeps dot 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 uh this was released on october the 1st 1965 um a description of it is animal themed criminals (laughs) already great (laughs) yeah already like i'm down i'd like yeah (laughs) animal themed criminals are causing a wave of crime and it will be up to daredevil to put an end to the madness Uh, and um this is uh part one of a uh, two-part story i believe the organization with exquisite editing by stan lee lustrous layouts by bob powell Stunning script and art by Wally Wood, because he wrote this week's, and lots of lettering by Artie Simek. Oh. Not, our, not our mate uh, Sammy Rosen this week. <laughs> he always gets out. <laughs> <laughs> he always gets out. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, before we start uh, on this, uh, I need to do a little quick thank you um, oh. that I have in my notes, just in a, a strange place, which is why I've only just seen it. Um, I need to give a shout out to, uh, to Dare Splaining on Tumblr. Ooh. Um, Vicky, do you want to do you want to do this as you were uh, uh, made me aware of this uh, this week? Uh, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> just to, just about our lovely mention on Dare Spl- oh, uh, did. did on Tumblr. We, we had uh, a lovely reblog on the tumbles from Dare Splaining, um, who was basically kind of like bigging up our little podcast, which was really awesome. And I like your, your tag game is strong, which I was yeah. really and um, have said that they would like to guest at some point in the future. So they now have Yay. the list of issue numbers. So we'll be seeing you soon. Hopefully. Yay. So thank you for that. It was, it was really nice to get that little shout out this week. It was really cool. And Claire doesn't understand Tumblr. So that's, I don't. I, do you understand Tumblr, Elizabeth? I don't understand Tumblr. <laughs> I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and nothing else. <laughs> I live a Tumblr on Tumblr. A Tumblr to me is something you drink out of. <laughs> I live on Tumblr. Someone who does a so. forward roll for me, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a Tumblr. <laughs> so, uh, Elizabeth, um, yes. we had you on this issue because I think we were looking at issue numbers and I was like, well, there is the one with the wacky animal criminals. Do you want that one? And you were like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I have to admit, it was not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
part of it is because I'm not a big fan of um, uh, cliffhangers. Yes. Uh, I may be, uh, people may be chasing after me, but uh, Empire Strikes Back was not my favorite of the Star Wars. <gasps> and though most people say that's their favorite, I, for me, it was pain and suffering for all the years until Return of the Jedi came out. <laughs> We went back to see it again the second time. I had finally gotten over the pain, and they ripped that Band-Aid off and <laughs> started all over again. <laughs> oh, to, no. to be fair, I think Return of the Jedi is probably my favorite as well. It's mine too, and no one ever agrees with me, so thank you. It's got the Ewoks. Exactly. For me, it was the um, the scene where Leia and Luke were talking about uh, where they found out that they were brother and sister, and I was just like, oh! So nice. So yeah, I really. Of course, like they'd already been Star married. My my but, Star Wars figures had already been married for like three years by that point. So oh no, and then you were like, oh no, they're gonna have to get a divorce immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this marriage is not legal. <laughs> so this 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 issue, I mean, they do say, see the strangest foes Daredevil has ever faced. Are yeah. these the strangest foes we have faced so far, Vicky? Um. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say strangest. I would say the most amongst the most ridiculous. It was like someone had got into like a fancy dress shop and just yes. put and just put on like the shittest animal costumes <laughs> with suction cup feet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the suction cup feet. I love them. Um. Yeah. Not the strangest. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely, possibly the lamest thus far. <laughs> so we've got these five villains in this issue, which is a lot. It is a lot. Um, and another thing that makes this issue weird is we don't really see Daredevil until like quite far into it. Mm. Um, but we start off with like the introduction of these villains. And one of the things they say, um, as I mentioned last week at the start of this uh, issue, is that they, they say that this is the first real mystery thriller. <laughs> Uh, that they've done, complete with a zillion suspects. Now, I'm just going to ask you guys before we get into it. So, obviously, the whole point is to guess who the organiser is. Did you guys have any idea who the organiser might be? Did you see the very obvious clue? (laughs) (laughs) It was a little bit, um, yeah. Who are you you thinking, Vicky? Who are you thinking could be the villainous (laughs) organiser? But my Who first... keeps flashing that giant ring whenever you see it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit. You know, when they're all on the boat later with all the very important people, it was like, hmm. Although I did kind of like, I've got a note at the, at the beginning of my notes um, about the organiser. Um, mm-hmm. Just says the organiser. Is this an episode of Hoarders? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if his his, his uh, superpower was just to like, you know, he's like Marie. Is it Marie Kondo? He just like organises your house. Oh, that sparks joy. Oh, he um, can come around and organise my stuff. I think it was only because at the time I was watching a four-hour Hoarders marathon on YouTube. Oh, wow. Oh, so, Hoarders is the best. So yeah. we've got the organiser who's kind of like the big bad, I guess, the head of it all. Um, every time he appears, he's flashing this big red gemstone <laughs> ring on his hand. We might see that gem- that ring like appear on someone else's hand later and think, hmm, might maybe we? they're the organiser. <laughs> Also, think? the fact that he looks like Vincent Price and, like, very villainous, so... Although, maybe. although the whole, like, his costume was basically just, a, like, a black sheet. Yeah. With with eye holes cut out of it. Yeah, it's like a, a, a spooky ghost costume, but... It yeah, was kind of like, mm, it's a bit... And it did kind of remind me, I did have, like, a, um, a bit of a flashback to uh, Watchmen. I can't remember the name of the character. Oh, Black Hood. Yes. Yeah, it is a bit black hood. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a creepy guy. This he is creepy. Like character. he's 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 pretty creepy. He has to make up for his creepiness by the wackiness of his his lackeys. We're full on wacky lackeys here. Um, so his his lackeys um, that work for him. When we have when they're talking about like the cameras, the TV cameras. Oh, it's, don't we'll get to that. I I have words <laughs> about yeah. We, we'll get to that. I, I need to I need to talk for at least three hours about how much that disturbs his, me. His creepy pee-pee. Oh, no, no. <laughs> creepy pee-pee TV camera. I wrote that one down too. Uh, like, okay, so in oh, another podcast that I do, we talk about, we do the Beauty and the Beast podcast, and we talk about peepers and creepers. 
um, every week because uh, there's always people, like usually Vincent, people and creeping on, on various people. So when they said about peepy creeper or creepy peepers or whatever it was in this, I was like, excuse me? No. <laughs> you can't call it that and me take it seriously. So our lackeys we have, we have Catman, who was giving me flashbacks to Christmas Day last year, Vicky, when me and you went to see cats. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's, yeah, it's a Jellicle cat. <laughs> he's a, he's a full-on Jellicle cat with little suckers on his feet, which is amazing. <laughs> I, like, I think he was using it to like climb walls and stuff. Yeah, and I like the fact that he his mask is only the top half of the cat's face because the big like furry bit at the bottom is That's just his cute. lustrious beard. Yeah, <laughs> of the guy underneath the costume. Yeah. yeah, and then we have um, we have Ape Man, uh, Monk, who already looks like a gorilla. Like as soon as we see him from like the side profile. He's like looks very ape-like, and he's ape man. We have Frog Man, who I totally very... thought was Leapfrog, and I actually had yes, to it up. yes. I was like, is this like the start of Leapfrog? Because there is another villain later, Vicky, called Leapfrog. Okay. Um, Leapfrog a better name than Frog Man. Yeah. Well, Frog Man's a bit kind of that, that's what they call uh, like police divers, isn't it? Yeah, and he used to be a Frog Man, apparently. Oh, okay. uh, like for the for the police, and he just happens to look like a frog. This guy, <laughs> and then oh, we yeah. have Birdman. It's a bit unfortunate. Yeah, he's a bit <laughs> weird looking. This guy. They all like look like well, they're animal. You know. Did you ever actually call him Birdman? Because his name is Hawk. His name's Hawk. His name's what was it? Henry Hawk. Something like yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something Hawk. like that. Henry did Hawks. they ever actually call him? Because I couldn't tell. Was he Hawkman? Was he Birdman? Like what? I think I don't know. I think he calls him Birdman at one oh, point. Okay. Yeah, just I, I feel think like he calls him Birdman. Just because oh, yeah, they're, they're like Catman, Ape Man, Frogman. Each of them out by name. Yeah. So he basically is like the organizers recruiting his little team. So Catman at the start. Um, rescues uh, Monk Kiefer, a.k.a. Ape Man, from this prison. Um, I love that when... So he, so, so this guy, um, Ape Man, is in prison. He gets rescued by a man dressed as a cat. And then as Catman and him are going away, Catman radios the organiser and is talking to him. And Monk says, who are you talking to? Are you nuts or something? And I was like, he's a, he's a man dressed as a cat. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Who's just what? rescued you in a helicopter? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's perfectly sane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we get these, these all this team. I, I have to say, I'm going to give a mild toot to when all the team is together, all these baddies. Uh, organizers got them all together. Um, Catman is totally like lounging on this he sofa is. in his it's... blue suit like a cat, and I love it's it. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, he did look, he looked quite, he looked, you know, luxuriating on the uh, across the back of the sofa, like straight yeah. his fine facial hair. Yeah, and the whole aim of this, you know, they basically do whatever the organizer tells them because he gets them to do all these little jobs. Like, steal, you know, steal this diamond, do this, do that. And the whole aim for him is to basically discredit this um, party. Uh, so you, the, ref, the, the reform party. Um, so he wants to discredit them and sort of destroy them from within, um, which I, I couldn't really understand this plot. So it took me. A, it was... a, I was like, I don't, I, you know, and obviously it's a two parter. So we don't really know what's going to happen next issue. It was an interesting concept, though, because it's like, yeah. he's like I don't care. You know, I, I want you to go and steal, um, steal this diamond. I want you to go and steal this. You know, uh, you can keep the loot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just going to, like, basically tie it into this political party sort of thing. So they're kind yeah. of like, you know, they're sticking around. It's like, you know, this guy's nuts but like he's letting us keep all the whatever we steal so yeah like giant diamonds and stuff yeah like why wouldn't we stick around yeah except for poor yeah. 
Poor Frogman gets the literal shit job having to go into the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and cut and he's like, Yeah, you you go and steal these like you know, hundreds thousands of dollars. Uh, you go and steal this massive diamond. You go and steal um like the results was it the results of every election ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. you frogman down in the shit cutting the electrical wires. <laughs> Poor Frogman. At least he's got his own tunnel that leads to the headquarters that we see later. Oh, which I yeah. love we get that that kind of... Like, I love whenever we get a cutaway, like we had one of Matt's apartment before, and they say what each room is, and it's like all the floors, and it's like, this is this is the heli carrier halfway down the building. I was like, how does yeah, that work? Like, I, I <laughs> Usually have, you have it on the roof. I like. have such a beef with that. Like, the, the helicopter <laughs> hangar is like three floors from the top. Yeah. Well, no one would look for it there. But, true. What, what does it do? You, does it does it have a lift that goes all the way up to the top floor, or do you, are you just a particularly skilled helicopter pilot that can fly it out of some you know bifolding patio doors? <laughs> yeah, like, up through the elevator shaft. It makes no sense. the corner. <laughs> I love that at the bottom of that map though. It's got a tunnel. And then yeah. they've got, it's got an arrow and it's like Frogman. And it's just Frogman, Frogman swimming in the tunnel. <laughs> so great. So this like, is, a, oh, God. What does that do with the water pressure in that, because uh, they had the water coming in through the tunnel and then up the side yeah. of the building. I was just like, would that be easier or harder to swim up that, that giant yeah. pool of water? I, I don't know. I guess, well, I guess if he's got his flippers on and there's no, like, there's no current. Yeah. You could just I kind was of... thinking the water pressure and weight thing. I couldn't I, tell. I think we might be reading a little bit too much into, <laughs> into more, more Wally Wood thought when he wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also where he talks about how he's giving them creepy people, creepy PPTV cameras on their chest. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. There was there was a few things that people said in this issue, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't take this seriously. Yeah. No. So this is when we get to see. Um, uh, our, our hero, Matt Murdock, for the first time. Wait, wait, just uh, Karen... that, oh, God. Uh, the the uh, bird man was flying around with the briefcase in his mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, that would hurt. Wouldn't that hurt? <laughs> yeah. How good, like, yeah, that would kill your jaw. Ooh. Yes. All right, sorry. Back no, to no, that's fine. Um, so Karen is reading the paper to Matt, uh, who... It's like, oh, I'm going to look into this as Daredevil, into this crime spree of animal-dressed criminals <laughs> or whatever. And this is where Foggy appears, and he's happy as a bird, or as Karen says, he's frisky as a puppy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I was like, my, my comment on that is, <gasps> did Foggy get laid? I, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, not yeah, maybe later. Mm. Um, and this was very season three of the Netflix show, because it's Foggy going for the DA position, which... Reminded me of season three. Um, and Foggy has been offered the nomination uh, for DA by the Reform Party. And Matt's immediately like suspicious. And poor Foggy. I know. <laughs> he's the worst friend. What the he hell, is. Matt? Like, he was straight in there. Not even like a congratulations or like a well done to start with. He was straight in with, well, they're clearly using you, Foggy. It's like, yeah. what, Matt? He does all the work around here. Like, literally yeah. all of the work. <laughs> yeah exactly let him have his moment in the sun yeah just oh. let him have this one thing I mean that's why Foggy's wearing his angriest red and black striped tie cause... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Foggy just says oh you know you're just jealous yeah piss like, off Matt. yeah piss <laughs> off let me have this so uh, he invites them to this like yacht club thing party on a on a yacht um, I actually really Kat... like the yacht party <laughs> I do as well. I love yeah. It. yeah, I love it. That's the first time I've ever seen Matt Murdock in uh, shorts. And a, I know. And a polo shirt. Yeah. I mean, we get some outfits here because... We do. Karen, Karen dresses up... Uh, Karen turns up dressed as Little Red Riding Hood because she's wearing this red jacket and dress and a red headband and she looks like Little Red Riding Hood. But underneath that... She has a pretty foxy little like oh, shirt tied at the waist with some white this shorts. Is, this is and my two of the week. This is my two of the week. Yes, my mine too. Because mine Matt three. is like lazing. <laughs> ne- Yay! <laughs> Matt is like lazing next to her, wearing this like yellow polo short and black shorts. 
Um, and then Karen is in this like red headband with her yellow hair. They're kind of matching colours. And I was like, cool, look at that sexy pair. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> what oh, a pair of see, attractive people. She has a green headband and she's wearing like a pink shirt and green shorts. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. We're going by uh, the colouring Unlimited. On- I just have a reprint, so maybe it's from oh. just the printing that they did. It was, it was very, um, that whole look was very Grace Kelly from um, High Society, which, yes, by yes. the way, is one of my favourite films of all time. Yes. Well, with the boat as well, so. Yeah, exactly. I started, yeah. like, launching into song, um, yeah. which I won't do. For, <laughs> no, I've fixed it. Well, I like that we all had the same toot because, yes, I think this is, um, you know, I think that I think they look very nice here. Yeah. Um, what a pair of attractive young people. Yeah. Uh, this uh, yeah, is when... Just sort of lounging behind them, actually kind of like the cat man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just don't like Foggy's outfit as much. He's wearing like this stripy shirt thing, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's in a T-shirt instead of a polo, so. Yeah, yeah. But Matt looks good in this polo. Like, yeah, yeah that was... He looks better in his polo than when he's in his tuxedo for like two seconds in a in a minute. I, um, I was wondering how he snuck all the those clothes on board though, because he's wearing or he's holding like a little bag as they're walking up yeah. to the yacht. Yeah, I, I wondered what was in the bag. Yeah, but I was just like, how on earth did he fit two changes of clothes? One being a tuxedo, <laughs> a tiny little bag that you generally have like a hairbrush. And I have no in. idea. Well, and he clearly didn't have the Daredevil costume on under his shirt and uh, his no. shorts and polo shirt combo. Um, so it's Maybe like he's got a compartment in, in his cane, cane watch, speculation, <laughs> and where he presses the button and a, a tuxedo pops out. <laughs> yeah. So when he meets this guy, like Abner Jonas, who looks like Vincent Price... I immediately wrote in my notes, oh, yeah, that's the organiser. <laughs> yeah. Was, you know, the slightly greying hair at the temples, the kind of yeah. villainous moustache, the yes. really rubbish name. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and then we meet Deborah Harris. What do we think of Deborah Harris? <laughs> we love Deborah Harris. She is She's a pretty foxy. Fo- she is a foxy bitch, and Karen did not like that one bit. <laughs> nope. They Ooh. are so catty. No offense to Catman. They are. They're so that catty to each other. Notes. Yeah. Because Karen's kind of like, oh, Foggy's like, oh yeah, I, I knew Deborah from school or something, and she's like, how sweet. <laughs> and it's like, and then like Thank Deborah's kind of catty back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's geez. like, hang, hang on a minute, thirsty Karen, hang on a minute. You're yeah. in love with Matt, and now someone better looking than you has showed a bit of attention in Foggy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, they did go for the classic femme fatale look. And now, like, you? Julie uh, Newmar has turned up. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Now, like, like Betty Page has showed up. You <laughs> exactly. Know? Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Doris Day. <laughs> like, <laughs> Unfortunately, that does happen in real life where a woman wouldn't actually see any anything in a guy and she'd like dismiss him yeah. but as soon as another woman is interested then suddenly she's like oh well there must be something to this guy because this other gal is seeing something good in him so maybe i should give him more attention too yeah yeah i just oh, yeah. like I, ah it's annoying when it happens but it's just like oh, yeah this actually is more realistic than i'd like to admit <laughs> <laughs> and like matt i think matt even thinks doesn't he um he's kind of like, like hang, <gasps> hang on a minute yeah <laughs> Does Karen love Foggy? Oh, no. But I think, doesn't Karen have, like, a couple of speech bubbles that's like, do I actually care for Foggy? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. Because you thought, Vicky, that this love triangle was over because Foggy realised that Matt and Karen love each other and they kind of know they love each other. But no, Vicky, it's still going. It's still going. And, I'm just and like, it's oh, going to get more complicated in a few issues time. I'm just getting well, it's like, a square now. It's not a love exactly. triangle. It's a love square. Oh, I'm just getting more and more oh. frustrated because I'm like, if you guys just embraced the polyamorous lifestyle, um, <laughs> you could all just love each other without any of this ridiculous Catholic guilt going on. Seriously. Like, just, 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 it's okay, guys. Come on. It's the yeah. 60s, for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's like in sixties. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so 
Matt uh, is in a tuxedo by this point. He's in it for like five minutes because then he hears a radio message from the yacht of the organiser to Frogman uh, basically saying um, you need to like kill this guy. They don't say who, but basically the frog the frogman is planning to kill Jonas using a harpoon. <laughs> I was like, is this Moby Dick? What's going on? <laughs> and he hears the radio waves as as like regular sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like he that... overhears someone listening on a radio. It's that he's actually picking up on the radio waves. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't think Wally Wood gets Matt's powers because when Matt is in the water... He says, I guess underwater my radar becomes sonar. Oh, but in I a previous issue, he it, said that yeah. his senses were dulled underwater. Like every time he's been in the water in yeah. in like the, the sort of the you know, the nine previous issues, um, he's had a real problem with it. Yeah. And it's like now he suddenly has sonar. Which I guess, to be fair, would kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. Given yeah. you know, but yeah i mean sounds do sound you can hear a sound a lot further away like a clicking noise underwater yeah and given that and given that like his enhanced you know his enhanced senses and stuff kind of uses it's well he essentially like a bat um when he's on dry land anyway there's no reason why it wouldn't be similar in the water so i think wally is a dolphin yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh my god if he started making those noises underwater so he could hear stuff i would die laughing yeah it would be funny i that wouldn't would... mind it except for the fact that like you said in the previous issue or a couple yeah. issues ago they had said that he couldn't hear underwater or he couldn't tell where he was going underwater because so it's gone 180 and that's annoying yeah but yeah in general, i think they're still working out his powers like you know yeah i mean this is only like issue 10 isn't it so yeah yeah so uh, he leaps into the water and sheds his clothes and changes into his Daredevil costume. And so later on, he gets back on the boat. And I was like, so is he? I mean, he's not changing back into that tuxedo because that's underwater. Yeah. So is he changing back into his polo shirt? And everyone's like, wow, you're very casual for our, yeah. our, our tuxedo party. Why is your hair so wet? Yeah. yeah. What have you been doing, Matthew Murdoch? Oh, I just <laughs> fell overboard and came back in again. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, worry. Don't worry about the blind guy that fell overboard. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> um, there so, was something interesting that Matt, as soon as uh, Debbie was showing interest in Foggy, that he was suspicious. Like, not only, like, jealous, but he was also, or the whole jealous thing about Karen, but he was also suspicious of Debbie. So he was like, first... Yeah. He doesn't believe that Foggy deserves <laughs> to be considered for uh, district attorney. And then he <laughs> is suspicious that any girl would be interested in him. Oh, other than Karen. No, like I wrote a note that said, wow, Matt, can't Foggy have game? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we, we've said on our previous few uh, episodes, Elizabeth, that we are team Foggy at the we, moment. We are it's team poor Foggy. Foggy. <laughs> poor Foggy. Well, Foggy hasn't been the best of friends lately either, so... No, Foggy was super sassy to Matt, or, or about Matt last issue, where he was like, oh, yeah, he, what did he say about him? He was basically He didn't want like, him to get the uh, the operation, and he was glad they were still blind and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, clearly he chickened out, Karen. He's not the bravest guy. It's like, uh, although, okay, like, Foggy. On the flip side of that coin, it's like, you know, he finally snapped after nine issues. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of yeah. like, yeah, but it's a bit salty, Foggy, but I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> yeah, you can have this one. You yeah. can have that one. He's allowed so, to have that. Yeah. So the organiser, the next day, um, uh, orders Birdman to rob the Reform Party's campaign funds. And Daredevil's watching... And I have to give a little shout out to one of the panels because there is a panel I love. It's not the most exciting panel, but it's after uh, Daredevil goes to swing in after Birdman. And it's just a real classic Daredevil swinging in midair pose. And it's the one where he's saying he's talking about like ending up on a heap on the sidewalk below. And it's just him holding the cane and swinging. But I just am like, that's like a classic Daredevil silhouette. And I love it. It yeah. makes me happy. So I would need to there give were, that a little shout out. There were some so, awesome silhouettes in this issue. Yeah, there were like some really the great whole, ones. Yeah. So Daredevil lands on Bird's, Birdman's back and they fight me dead. And, and Birdman actually swears, even though they kind of like blank it out. Yeah. 
he actually <laughs> swears. I was like, whoa. They kind of I mean, made me laugh. To be fair, like, if you were, you know, just minding your own business midair um, and a... Feeling with your lead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and like, a, a costumed, you know, superhero landed on your back, you'd yeah. probably do a few swears <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. I would, I would definitely drop a few bombs. <laughs> what are you bothering uh, me with my... Well, I'm minding my own business here with my ill-gotten gains. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so then Matt goes back to the office. Uh, I think, or we go, we go back to the office anyway. And this is when Foggy is wearing. Is it? We get a quick <laughs> shot back at the office. Is this where Foggy is wearing his plaid jacket? And oh, I was like, yeah. this is why. This is why Matt is suspicious that she's she fancies you, Foggy, because you're wearing an outfit like that. Come on. That's my boot this week i yeah that. yeah that was so, I, I was like foggy you're better than this <laughs> you're better yeah. it's it's like he's he's it's it was kind of like you know you know how animals are really brightly colored to warn people <laughs> away yeah <laughs> it was like this jacket was kind of foggy doing that you know the dinosaur in um, jurassic park that makes ned blind Oh, the uh, Dilophosaurus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Foggy's equivalent. Oh, no. Back the F up. (laughs) I'm wearing wearing my range colours. It's very bright. It's like, Foggy, what are you doing? Like, like you you, you can't get away wearing that in front of Deborah. You could get away if you were wearing it in front of Matt, because Matt can't see it. Luckily, he can't see it. But Deborah can see that jacket. It's like, <laughs> and it's terrible. It's, it's like his angry Hufflepuff blazer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Foggy would totally be a Hufflepuff. He oh. would. There is no oh, question. Bless. <laughs> You're welcome on the Hufflepuff team, Foggy. Oh. Uh, Deborah is dressed kind of classy. She's wearing like this like white, uh, what is it, a white jumper and blue jeans and like a yellow cardigan draped over her shoulders. Possibly a different colour in Elizabeth's version. Ah, cool. Yeah, she looks kind of cute. I sent you a picture of the um, what my version looks like colour-wise on oh, the, yeah. two pi- the two pictures we were talking about. Oh, let's have a look. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry, Vicky, I didn't have your... <laughs> That's fine. Interesting. Yeah, because she's got a yellow cardigan in our one. Like, over yeah, her shoulders. Oh, well, this is going to make Toots and Boots interesting. Because <laughs> maybe, like... And also, Foggy's Foggy's shirt, Foggy's jacket in your version, Elizabeth, I think is even worse than ours. Oh, I, yeah, I was wondering what yours would look like in comparison, because mine was pretty bad, but then uh, since all the colours are messed up, he's got, like, orange and yellow It looks checks. like a stained glass window. It does. <laughs> oh, God. It's even... so like, like, it does. Is that plaid? I don't know if it really counts as plaid. <laughs> I don't know, because I swear in our version, I haven't got it open, it's just one colour. I think it's just yellow, maybe, and black. Oh. It looks more plaid, but that, that oh, that that's my boot now. Oh. <laughs> I was going to boot, I was going to boot um, the all the animal costumes, but I think Foggy's jacket might actually be worse. <laughs> Because at least yeah, they're going bad. for a, a theme, whereas I don't know what Foggy's going for. Yeah, it's, it's his angry, it's his angry Hufflepuff colours. <laughs> so the organiser orders the team to get rid of Daredevil because he's had enough of him by giving him difficulty with the police, and um, we get a little bit of cane watch where we see the use of the snooper scope. Elizabeth, you mentioned it earlier. <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts on the snooper scope, Elizabeth, as a Daredevil fan? Well. I think it has a very silly name, <laughs> but I yes. also uh, don't know whether or not he actually needs it because later on, uh, well, depending on who's writing this story, sometimes his powers are so great that he can hear like a pin drop on the other side of the city, and mm-hmm. other times uh, he has a stubby head and <laughs> he can't even tell who was talking about next door. So um, the snooperscope, uh, yeah, I thought it was silly, but it definitely added an extra thing that you could add to your list. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the way that they kind of set up Daredevil, I guess, is they have someone stuck in a bank vault, supposedly, 
And Daredevil goes to rescue them, and he uses his hearing to crack the safe, which I love, because it's one of the things I love when he does. Um, I know you won't agree, Vicky, but one of the things I loved in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck is the way he gets into his apartment, and Elizabeth will know what I mean, where he has the the three locks, and he spins them, and he he listens, and he knows when to stop them. I was like, yes! I love it. (laughs) And so he opens this safe, expecting to see a grateful person being rescued and instead it's a jellical cat man oh no <laughs> so i didn't understand this part at all because if they yeah. needed his help to open the safe then how could one of them already be in the I safe know. so obviously they had already uh, broken in uh, and then the other one had shut one in there and yeah i just it didn't really make any sense no it, it did not make any any sense whatsoever um no. neither did when matt said and maybe this means something else in the US, I don't know. I've never heard this saying before, where Matt says, "I've muffed it again." Now, Elizabeth, oh, muffed it up. What? Yeah, muffed it up means that you made a mistake. Have you ever heard this, Vicky? I have. I've never it's heard an this, and yeah. we use the word "muff" in the UK for something different. For <laughs> something completely. Something, something a part of the body belonging to ladies. So okay. I was, I was like, I don't understand what Matt just said. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit like, okay. I've never heard anyone say It's a very... uh, It's an older phrase. Yeah. In old movies, like from the 50s and stuff, you'd hear someone say, oh, darn, I muffed it up. Oh. Like, my my granddad used to say it. Oh, okay. Um, Because obviously, like, having 10 grandchildren, he couldn't really do a lot of swearing. (laughs) He couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he did anyway, but... (laughs) It was like when the littler ones were around. Yeah. Uh, it's something that he would use instead of dropping the F-bomb. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have I have been taught taught a phrase. So <laughs> just have, have me more often just to answer the questions, because I could have answered the Barnaby Jones question the other week, too. Oh, well, the uh, the TV series one. The, the TV one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not I'd that never I ever watched it. that show, but at least I've heard of it. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before. But also, I hadn't heard of Betsy Ross, so, you know, don't listen to me. <laughs> Although, when I watched Han- Hamilton, I was like, oh, they mentioned Betsy Ross, yay. <laughs> I know who I know she is now. <laughs> Thanks to Daredevil. Thanks, Daredevil. <laughs> um, it's amazing when you learn things. I know. It's great. So, uh, the police um, see Daredevil at the site of the robbery because the, the, the cat man or whoever knocks him out. And immediately the news in the paper are like, oh, Daredevil's robbing banks. Ah! Daredevil's and, got rogue. <laughs> and he, so he's obviously like, oh, no. Um, but I still need to keep an eye on the Reform Party um, because the next day they're having a street rally, which already before he gets there, this street rally is getting super violent. Everyone's beating up <laughs> each other. Like, it's crazy. Like, this is a crazy issue. He arrives and it's like a full on riot. Yeah. And my panel of the week is, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil swooping in out of the sky like Superman, <laughs> punching one guy in the face, and he's and like, he knows who it is, and he's like clotheslining guy. the other guy with his arm. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I I just laugh so hard at this. It's just it's just he's him swooping out of the sky. He looks like Superman. So I like the fact that he knows who the bad guys are because yeah. I mean. I, he doesn't care what costume they're in. They still smell the same. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the evil uh, the evil villainous hair tonic that all the bad guys use. Oh, like the owl. The owl's like selling it, and all the villains use. Yeah, it. just yeah. like yeah, exactly. Well, he's like, there's a smell, a smell of evil. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, and then Daredevil knocks two guys' heads together, which is very funny because it happens in cartoons and it's. I don't know. It, I kind of found it amusing. Uh, meanwhile, Foggy is thrilled about the polls, and Karen is like, oh, I wonder if I'm jealous of Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I love Foggy. <laughs> he's it's about like, to get power. Perhaps I should turn my yeah. affections toward him. Maybe he's going to be richer than Matt. Matt's a lawyer who sometimes accuses supervillains of being other people without any proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Still one of my favourite things where he's like, well, oh, it's my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> Foggy's like, what? why are you trying to destroy our law firm? <laughs> We've only been open a week. Well, oh, meanwhile, 
who's actually doing all the work this week? Because uh, yeah, Bog is distracted by a running for for the position, and then b because uh, Deborah's chasing after him, and he's also still talking to uh, to Karen because Karen's suddenly interested. So, and then uh, <laughs> Matt's like, "I'm so excited that." Fog is distracted, so I can go out and do my daredeviling. <laughs> so nothing's getting done. The rent's like, not being yeah. paid this week. And Karen's, no. Karen, well, Karen's like basically in the office, going, Ugh, "Yeah, I'll just do it myself." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did find want something done. Do yeah. it yourself. So then we go to this other party because Foggy invites Karen to a party, Which, and it's why did it's, he feel he could? He it's was invited by Deborah to it's her Deborah's, party. It's Deborah's birthday party. Oh, it is. You're right. I thought, like, why yeah, would he bring a date? <laughs> Foggy, why are you a dum-dum? Like, yeah, exactly. I didn't realise it was her party. Yeah, it's oh, her wow. birthday. Oh, wow. Wow, Foggy. Like, mm. I mean, after that jacket and then inviting a date to a birthday party where you're on a date with someone else, the birthday girl. I mean, it's a good job that she's, you know, she's not actually interested in you, Deborah, because I think that would have ended the relationship if it was a real relationship. Uh, Unless he was trying to make her jealous. Maybe, but, like... He didn't invite Matt. That's true. (laughs) Of course, Matt was being a jerk to him all this time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We see Mr. Jonas at the party... And he's wearing a ring. Hmm. Is that a really, that ring? Is a really big, like, red jewel in his yeah. ring? He's got, like, like a, a ruby the size of a golf ball on his finger. Hmm. I wonder who else we've seen wearing that ring. Hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. So, um, uh, we see also that a lot of the other people in the party uh, are not pleased with Jonas's methods. And they all get into an argument over his methods, uh, uh, sort of running the party, I guess. Um, meanwhile, Daredevil sees Birdman and Catman uh, infiltrating the party, and they turn off the fuses and kidnap Deborah, and Birdman flies flies off with her. Um, and then back at the um, headquarters, we've got them all just sitting on a sofa listening to the organiser. And at that point, we don't know that Deborah is a ba- is is a badden. So it looks like she's just chilling on the sofa with her kidnappers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine with this. So you know, funny. you just, you kidnap me from my, uh, my very expensive over the top birthday party, but it's cool. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, we're watching the telly. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Catman has been caught because Daredevil managed to stop him and he's being questioned by the police and he's just spilling everything. <laughs> <laughs> he's just Actually, before spilling that, everything. Mm-hmm. After after Deborah gets uh, gets kidnapped, Karen is the only one who noticed that she got kidnapped. Oh, is She's she? Like, Don't stop! <laughs> oh no, not Deborah! Oh, nobody noticed that she was captured. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes. <laughs> Bye, Julie right, okay. <laughs> so Catman is being interrogated. <laughs> Catman's being interrogated, and he's spilling all the info. And Ape Man is listening outside, and he's about to throw a grenade in, but Daredevil stops him. And Ape Man's like, "Oh man!" Uh, and then Daredevil like follows him, so he's following Ape Man. They're swinging through the city, uh, and they have this big fight. Uh, and at one point, Ape Man throws Daredevil through a window, much like we throw Josie's certain bar. issues through uh, Josie's bar window. Um, yes. You know, and they're having a proper big fight. And um, then at the end, like after that, Daredevil totally overhears Deborah uh, hanging out, watching Netflix with uh, her kidnappers and laughing about fooling Foggy. And she's just like, ha ha, what an idiot. Uh, we'll do, uh, Foggy Nelson will do anything that the boss wants to get me back. And, uh, you know, um, and then we see that Birdman is kind of creeping up behind Daredevil. And that's the end of the issue, and it ends on a cliffhanger, guys. Dun, dun, dun. And then at the very end, it says, hey, did you see the clue we planted showing who the organiser is? Mm. Who is mm. the organiser? His identity mm. will be revealed next issue, Vicky. Don't you worry. <laughs> mm, well. I was going down the wrong path. I'm afraid I did not spot the ring. I am totally oh. un- I, I was partially trying not to because I did see um, when I was looking up the Frogman versus Leapfrog 
um, I did actually see a clue about who it was. And I was just like, no, 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 I don't want to know. Oh. <laughs> I was kind of trying not to. But I also, I was picking up one of the people on the, um, like, one of the organizers seemed to have the same, like, used the same phrase as the bad guy had used when oh, he was he? talking to his minions. But I don't think it was the same guy, so it might have been a red herring. A red herring, mm. yeah. Well, there's only, like, they say there's a zillion suspects, but there really isn't. There's, like, three blokes on the yacht. Because <laughs> it's not going to be Foggy or Karen or Matt, is it? Or is it? <gasps> oh, no. That would be a twist. That would that be, would a, be twist. a twist. <laughs> Karen being the evil mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. I would love it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it you can't be Deborah. Know. Or maybe oh, it is. Oh, oh, maybe it is. Mm. I, I liked the part of the fight with between Daredevil and Ape Man was Daredevil's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fake this so it's gonna look like um, that he's beaten me and then I'll cha- then I'll follow him and uh, and then the Ape Man goes and throws him through the window and goes like, I guess I don't have to. Ch- <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, so great. Yeah. So yeah. So this you know let's talk about our toots and boots for the issue, guys. So we all want to toot Foxy, Karen and Matt on their yacht. Yes. Um, and uh, I think, I think I have been swayed to boot Foggy's jacket by Vicky. But what about you, Elizabeth? Um, I was thinking the su- suction cup thing was kind of <laughs> Yeah. I, I couldn't see how they'd be walking around on those suction cups and, and then actually be able to scale a building with that. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be yeah. covered in like lint and stuff. And yeah, and dust and it just be yeah, I don't know. They they kind of gross me out. Yeah. So um yeah, those those suction cups were gross. Uh, I think I'm so you're gonna boot Catman's outfit. Uh well actually all of them had suction cups because I oh think they did yeah you're right yeah eight man had them on his gloves too. Oh it's so weird. Like their outfits are so weird. It I mean, it's like it's like they raided a Halloween store. Can we count their creeper peeper cameras as uh, as fashion and then boot that? <laughs> yeah, it's not really fashion though, is it? It's not really. It's no. Foggy electronic. was trying to impress Deborah, and that's why I think I have to boot it. Actually, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Roxanne? Yeah. So what you know are we the gonna? Part oh, go on, go on, go on, sorry. Was talking, talking about the aliens with the suction cups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so that's our boots and toots. What are we going to do as panel of the week, guys? My one is going to be Daredevil flying out the sky like Superman and clotheslining a guy, one guy, and punching another guy out because it just made me laugh. I am going to go with um, the the organiser's evil lair because I am am a sucker for those kind of panels. Yeah, Um, I did like that as well. And just... Also, because I find it really frustrating that the um, helicopter hangar is like three floors from the top. Yeah. <laughs> and it's stupid. Yeah. And you like little but, swimming frogman. Yeah, but I do. I, 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 I am a slut for a cross-sectional panel. <laughs> nice. Not going to lie. So that's 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 my panel of the week. Nice. What about you, Elizabeth? Though so I was torn between the um, on the yacht. With uh, <laughs> with everybody lounging around and, and looking all uh, interesting, looking fabulous, looking fabulous. But since yeah. we already used that for the toot, then um, I think that I'm going to go with uh, the Hawkman or Birdman flying off with with uh, Deborah while <laughs> Catman's being tackled by Daredevil. <laughs> that, yeah, was that was a good pretty, panel. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so cool. much going on with Deborah going stop. No. <laughs> awesome. Well, do you want a little teaser for next week's issue, Vicky? Obviously. I mean, on the cover it does say, in this issue, the organiser's identity will be revealed. Who is the organiser? <gasps> no. <laughs> uh, but the title of the issue next week is A Time to Unmask. And then it says, <gasps> they said it couldn't be done, and we almost didn't do it. Vicky, Oh, is it going to be? Are they going to capture Daredevil? So, is it? Wait, is the unmasking? Is that going to be in relation to like Matt being unmasked, or is it going to be like, ta-da! The organizer was the guy you thought it was all along. Who knows? We shall have to see. Interesting. I don't know if you remember next next issue, Elizabeth. If you have any thoughts on it. 
I read it, but it was so long ago that I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And I was trying not to reread it now, so I wouldn't accidentally spoil anything. Oh, that's so considerate. Yeah. Oh. oh. Well, thank you for coming on the show again, Elizabeth, and coming well, to the bar. I mean, as a group, oh, you're more than welcome. You are always welcome in Josie's bar. Uh, so were we thinking we're going to uh, throw this issue through the window uh, of Josie's bar, or are we going to keep it in the Or box? is it going under the bar for spinaches? <laughs> or is it going under the bar for spinaches? <laughs> I would say under the bar for spillages. It wasn't the greatest issue. Because it wasn't the worst. It, I don't know. Maybe it's the clip. If it was, if I had like issue two, if I'd read like the second issue as well, mm-hmm. I might be able to make a more informed decision. So I'm going to slip it under the yeah. bar for now. Yes. I, yeah. I think that's where we should put it, just in case we spill some pints. <laughs> Just, it's there for spillages, but if we want to read it again, we can. Yeah, and you know, just, whatever. you know, just... But it's not worthy of the vault. It's in purgatory. It's in purgatory, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's where it will stay. So it's not worthy but, of yeah. the... Uh, yeah, it's not worthy of the vault, but it's not worthy of being thrown out. But we'll see from part two, absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. It was well, definitely a, a... It was a meh. It was meh. Yeah, yeah, it was like meh. You know, we'll, we'll see the, about the next uh, the next issue. So that was this week in Josie's bar. Uh, time at the bar. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. <laughs> and we will be back uh, next week, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please leave us a review if you are on like iTunes or anything. That would be awesome. I'd love a review on iTunes. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and thank you for um, uh, your feedback and your replies on our Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. And thank you again, Desplaining, for your nice Tumblr post. Yes. Yeah, and we'll be back next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.